the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Jenna Ellis Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There has never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. As a constitutional law attorney, former senior legal advisor and personal counsel to President Donald J. Trump, Jenna Ellis believes in the rule of law and the importance of integrity in our elections. And she's ready to tackle the big cultural and legal issues facing America. This is The Jenna Ellis Show. Here is your host, Jenna Ellis. Precious Metals is the company that I trust to give you good and patient counsel for investing in your retirement. The Biden administration has caused a financial crisis and they have no clue how to fix it. Oil prices have skyrocketed. And when oil prices go up, not only do your expenses go up, but the cost of transportation and shipping spikes, leading the prices of goods to rise. And when and we are already seeing record inflation, that's the last thing that we need. Our economy is in trouble and you need to take steps to protect yourself. If all your money is tied up in stocks, bonds, and traditional markets, you may be vulnerable. So gold is one of the very best ways to protect your retirement. No matter what happens, you own your own gold. It's real, it's physical, and it's always been valuable since the dawn of time. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-528-1903 or visit them online at LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com where you can download the free investor's guide. You can also go to my Facebook page, Jenna Ellis. I am a public figure on Facebook, and I just posted yesterday a really great interview with the president of Legacy Precious Metals, who is discussing why you need to start your retirement account, even if you're in your 20s or 30s. There is always a great time to protect your retirement and invest just like you want to protect your health over the long term. So go to Legacy Precious Metals at LegacyPMInvestments.com or call 866-528-1903. Well, we're back again. I'm so excited to be able to fill in for my good friend, Jenna Ellis. Listen, you do not want to miss Jenna Ellis. We're already missing her, of course, but everyone deserves, uh, you know, to have a little time down there. And I think with her kind of burning the candle on both ends, well-deserved break. She called and we chatted and she asked, Aubrey, would you mind? And I thought, my God, how do you say no to someone who loves this nation so much? How do you say no to someone who really is a true patriot? How do you say no to someone who really has the belief factors that she does? I certainly can't. I've always had uh, just such an honor uh, to be able to just hear the advice, counsel that she has given, not just to our former president, uh, but just her positions on a plethora of issues. This is the Jen Ellis Show. Nope, I am not Jen Ellis. I'm Aubrey Shines. And uh, even though I, I think she is obviously uh, in a league of her own, I'm just honored that we can see eye to eye to address issues that really, really matter uh, in this nation. And I've had the honor to do so in the last few days. But I do want to dive in just 
to be able to address just a few topics. Um, and I, I think you're going to be the better for it. I really, really do. I think one thing that every American should really be paying attention to are the issues that revolve around China. Uh, these are issues that are impacting all of us. As a matter of fact, on this coming up Saturday, I had the distinct honor uh, to be able to record, uh, to interact on a platform uh, with Frank Gaffney, with uh, Captain uh, John there, who still is in, uh, I believe, South Korea, right outside of South Korea there. And we talked about the various issues and why every American should really be paying attention uh, to these type of issues. Case in point, China is amassing such a naval presence that in the South Sea, now you say, oh, that's over there, Aubrey, what difference does it matter to us? I assure you, it matters to all of us. Why? Because if they take that away, if they take the sovereignty away from that area, you and I will be impacted. You may ask, how? Simple. Consider this. The majority of everything that you and I do is governed by some kind of chip, whether that chip is in a refrigerator or a stove or a microwave or even our automobiles, 80 plus percent of all of our chips is in that area. Think about this. If China is able to control that area, guess what? They control Taiwan, which would then collapse our entire economy. Why? Because now... You and I, as Americans, we are actually needing China to survive. We don't have those manufacturing plants here, even though I have to regress here just for a moment and remind everyone it was President Donald J. Trump that was trying to get us weaned off of China. And when he would do it, of course, those in the media would just lose their brains. They'd scream, they'd shout, they'd call them xenophobic. Why were they doing that? Because most of those individual companies are invested in China. And as a result of that, well, you can figure the rest out. They have something to lose. Let me put it to you this way. Imagine you owned a media company. And that media company had to survive, obviously, through the funding that it gets from various, uh, you know, entities that are out there, whether it's a Procter & Gamble or whomever. But imagine your biggest sponsor being a particular government. So if you're raking in as a company X amount of hundreds of millions of dollars and those hundreds of millions and billions of dollars is coming in from Communist Party, you're going to find yourself kind of capitulating to whatever it is that they want to push. In other words, you can't say nothing, anything at all negative about that, quote, sponsorship. Why? They're bankrolling you. Well, this is something that Donald Trump tried to get us away from. This is why we saw for the first time in in decades manufacturing right here in the good old United States of America. But when you study the history and you study people like Bill Clinton and others, you'll find out what they really did. When they incorporated China to be part of a global market, that actually began to take markets away from us. Now, please don't misunderstand me. I am a pure capitalist. I believe in pure capitalism in this regard that we should not have to compete. We being the United States of America, we cannot compete fairly against a regime that is using slave labor, that's that's using individuals who are not incarcerated, 
but also who are incarcerated without the ability to be able to express their views, etc. We shouldn't even be in a market like that. That's not a fair playing field. Uh, imagine this as a metaphor very quickly mentally. Imagine that you're called to participate in a foot race. The difference is the individual that you are going to run against, he or she, that they are in a 100-yard race, they already have you by 80 yards. I think you're getting the point. See, if, if the playing field, if the rules of the game are not equal, then what's the point in racing? Well, this is what Donald Trump was doing. He was simply saying, no, we're not going to play by the same old rules uh, with China and we're going to make sure that we're not. He began to do something that no one, I mean, no one ever had done. I remember being in college, having a Middle Eastern uh, politic class at one point. And I remember when some of these things were unfolding uh, with Clinton and with some of the others. And I thought, this is not fair. And the reason I thought it wasn't just because the, gla- the, the class itself was great. And it was, by the way. But I was raised in a business-oriented home. When my dad was living I watched my father run a very, very, very successful business. And in it, I, I learned so many valuable lessons. One of the things that I learned was I, I learned that in order to participate, you had to abide by the, the rules that were out there. Well, if the rules are unfair, then how do you and I, as American citizens, have a fair shake? I remember, I'm old enough to remember, I know for those of you that are viewing me right now, you think, oh, you're not old enough to remember. Actually, I am. Um, Just a lot of makeup, by the way, uh, that's really helping me out here, if it's helping at all. But let me digress. I remember when steel factories were moving out of the uh, Illinois, Indiana area, and they were going over to China. Well, I frowned upon it, not because I was part of a union. I wasn't, never worked in that industry. Uh, But again, being raised in a business-oriented home, I understood what was going on. And I understood this can't be good for America. How can it be? Because if, if our men and women here had the same product versus someone in China that's going to obviously... Uh, manipulate their currency. They're going to use and not compare what they pay their people there, but they were going to use slave labor. They were going to pay pennies. Well, how can we compete? We can't. So why in the world would we sell our product or participate with a country that's not playing by the same exact rules? Well, that's what Donald Trump did. He kind of made the rules even now. For those of you that say, well, you're living in yesterday. No, I'm not living in yesterday. We're living in right now. Why? Because this current administration has come in and have gone back and changed the rules against the citizens of the United States of America. You may ask, why are they doing this? It's simple. They believe in what's called a global economy. They believe that we should all see ourselves as one big happy family. That could not be no more asinine than any other ridiculous thing that have come out of this White House. In theory, it sounds fantastic. The problem is that when you're not playing by the same rules, then you cannot be a global community. You can't have a global basketball team if one team is playing by one set of rules and another team is playing by another set of rules. 
Well, so it is even in the area of business. We're not playing by the same rules. Donald Trump, he began to put tariffs against China. Why? He knew they were not playing against uh, us with the same rules. By the way, I remember when Donald Trump would go on uh, various programs like Oprah Winfrey and others, and they were all championing him to run for president because he was talking about how China was manipulating their currency then, how it was impacting our nation. Why does this matter as it relates to America? Because our number one competitor are people that are in that region. That's not xenophobic language. That's just simply saying, I believe that America should be first. Now, for those of you that have this quasi idea of what your Christianity is, let me help you understand something. You may feel that I'm being a bit callous. Actually, I'm being a bit biblical here. It was the words of St. Paul himself who said that a man or a person or a people that does not take care of themselves First, that they are actually worse than an infidel. Let me repeat the words of St. Paul. He says, a man that does not provide for his own home, that man is not and cannot be a believer, Paul said. He's actually like an infidel. Well, the same ideological bent is true for our nation. If a nation doesn't take care of itself, preserve itself, make sure that we are taken care of, then we're acting in an infidel manner. This is what Trump did. Trump made sure that America was first. Yeah, I get it. He was beat by those individuals, as far as theory goes, that did not want to see us first. Why? Well, it's simple. If that company or those corporations have businesses in other areas, why would they want their gravy train to stop? They wouldn't. And why should they? They're not, even though they may be American companies, they're not considering America as numero uno. They're thinking about their own bottom line, their own stockholders. But that's a bit selfish because anytime you can deplete your own company for the sake of your own personal bank account, again, you're not a patriot. What you're really doing in a nutshell, you're looking out for your own bottom line. You're thinking about yourself. And again, there's nothing wrong with preserving yourself But why not play by the same rules? Why make it impossible for others in your own nation, your own family to survive, when at the same time, you could conduct business? Donald J. Trump proved that it could happen. We were prospering just over 14 months ago. We were prospering as a nation. I mean, you look at the employment. Never before, forget about just being a black or white issue, I think Americans are bigger than that. I think we are American first, period. Your ethnicity should be second and third or somewhere down the line. The moment you put your skin color, I don't care who you are and what color you are, the moment you put your skin color above the principles of God, this nation, you're committing what's called idolatry. You have an idolatrous mind simply because you see your own value bigger then you see the value of others. Donald Trump understood this principle. Being a businessman, he really understood the principle. This is why he ran and he won the way that he did. Well, look at what's going on now. Right now in China, they're eating our lunch. They really, really are. When I spoke with the uh, captain 
uh, the for formal colonel rather. Uh, and I, I had in-depth conversation with him. And again, you can catch that on Real America's Voice News this Saturday at 9, or I'm sorry, at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time every Saturday. As a matter of fact, my show, America Shines, you will actually see these things lived out through those interviews. They are making sure they're taking care of their nation, not just militarily, but economically. This is why every American should be paying attention to these issues. And again, if China has its way through this administration, you and I, we are in trouble. I don't care how patriotic, a patriot, a, a, much of a patriot rather, you think you are. Here's the reality. If you're not willing, even during time of voting, to vote men and women out, I don't care who you vote for, but as long as you're voting for people that have your best interest as a nation, this administration doesn't have it. Think about even the oil issue. Just a few years ago, we were oil independent. We were actually selling natural gas and, and oil to others immediately upon Joe Biden occupying the White House. And I choose that word intentionally. When he occupied the White House, what happened? Immediately he began to enforce policy that began to make you and I in this nation dependent once again upon the likes of China, upon the likes of Russia, upon the likes of our OPEC nations. And it took away our ability to take care of ourselves. That, my friend, is the most anti-Judeo-Christian practice that you could ever have. Why? It's simple. Because when you don't provide for yourself, and I'm only quoting those of you that know your Torah, those of you that know your New Testament, it's simple. When you don't provide for yourself, and I quote the prophets of old, I quote the apostles of new, they said, you then become a slave to whomever you must abide by. Well, that's something that we despise here in this nation, and that is being beholden to anyone. See, we can do better than what's been presented. So these are some of the reasons that China, every American should be paying attention to these issues. So when you and I go to vote, you can't vote for someone that's pro-China and be pro-American at the same time. Let's all see ourselves as who we really are, Americans. Now, again, I personally put my, my Christian value above even being an American. After my Christianity, there is my belief in this nation. And everyone that's viewing and listening right now, you should be thinking and doing the same thing. Again, you can't serve two. You have to be beholden to a principle, an idea, an ideology that's going to be, I hope, better than what we're looking at right now. I want you to consider just a few other things here. These are just some of the issues uh, that I want to address. Let's consider the issue, for instance, of education. It's the same thing. Our citizens of this nation is being inundated with things like critical race theory. I've done exclusive things on this topic. As a matter of fact, I didn't mention it in the last few days on Jenna Ellis' show here, but I actually wrote a book, and that book was number two on Amazon for actually a long uh, period of time, 
And it was simply uh, uh, Aubrey Shine's answer, eight questions about race. I addressed the Black Lives Matter issue. I addressed their history. I addressed where they came from. And most individuals are not even aware of the history of BLM and groups like Antifa. I address those issues, I believe, in such a manner that it kept me in that spot for a very, very long time. Now, a lot of the social media sites, unfortunately, they began to make sure that there were algorithms against me. Obviously, it did not work because we maintained that status. I hope you consider going out and purchasing, again, that book. I think it would really help. By the way, I wasn't taking any of the funds for me personally. I was just making sure that we were helped building out our nation here. As a matter of fact, I'm sure people are viewing right now, listening right now, why not pick up several hundred copies, give it to individuals. I'm unashamed about my love for this nation, my love for my God. And again, this is why shows like Jenna Ellis show is so important because she's on here daily espousing the same various variables that I'm doing right now sitting in her seat. And that is making sure that this nation understands issues again like education. Consider just a few nuggets here uh, if you don't mind. You think about our education. We just saw a tremendous turn even in the great state of Virginia where parents, thank God, they awakened and said, you know what, we got to do something about this. Why are these issues so important? Simple. When critical race theory is really taught, I want everyone to pay attention to this. It's actually teaching that white people are superior and black and brown people are inferior people. Now, you say, well, they don't come out and blatantly say it. Sure they do. The moment that they try to make whites feel guilty about something that they had nothing to do with, then they're ascribing to them a position of superiority. So it's really teaching that if you're, bl- if you're white, you're guilty of being a racist. Let's pause. Let's think about this for just a moment. I, I want you to grab the gravity of this because this is probably one of the most insane things you ever want to hear. First, you have to ask yourself, is that even true? Of course it's not true. You see, America at one point in its history had to grapple with this idea. But let's not get it twisted. America not only overcame that idea, America has been the champion of that idea. And there's a reason why in America we can see this idea lived out over and over again. Again, take just a few nuggets and consider the the following here. There was only one political party, one, one political party that was pushing the narrative of, of this superiority and another group being inferior. Guess who that group was? You got it. It was the Democrats. It was the Democratic Party that taught superiority. This is why when the 13th Amendment was passed, there was no Democrat uh, wave of individuals that were helping Abraham Lincoln. To the contrary, they all opposed it. We were able to snatch one or two of them, and that was it on the conservative side. And we were able to change the landscape No help, by the way, from the Democratic Party. By the way, these are facts. This is one of the reasons why when I produced the video describing, giving definition to who Hillary Clinton and the Democratic Party are, 
not was, still are to this day, that she put me in her book. I've said it almost ad ad nauseum. I'm the only clergy in America that's in Hillary Clinton's book. Why? Because I exposed the fraud of who the Democratic Party really, really is. They are a party that are the most divisive party that this planet has ever seen in this country. I exposed her. She hated it. And she put me in her book by name as one of the reasons that she lost her election. May I pause and say, woo, woo. I'm so glad that she did. What an honor it was for Hillary to recognize Aubrey Shines as one of the reasons that she lost. I love it. I hope you do as well. Why? I exposed the hypocrisy of the Democratic Party. Here's the reality. Those policies with this current administration, they're making a surge. Now, you may not see it, but when Trump was in office, he gave gazillions of dollars to historically black colleges and universities. Go study this on your own. One of the first things that were cut with this policy uh, procedure with the Democrats right now, with the Biden guys and Kamala girls, is they made sure that that was eliminated. I thought they were pro-black people. Of course they're not. Study the history of Joe Biden. You'll find where he said things like, hey, I don't want my children being in this integrated school system. Why? He said it would turn it into a jungle. I wonder why some in the mainstream media never talked about issues like that. It would show who Joe Biden and his policy believers really are. They don't believe in equity. They don't believe in fairness. They believe in keeping America divided. Why? Because every four years they come around and they say the same thing. Hey, vote for me and we're going to make sure that equality happens. I got news for you, Joe. I got news for you, Kamala. I have news for you to the Black Caucus. That ship has already sailed, my friends. We are already there past it. I'll prove it to you. The majority of white people in this country back in the mid-2000s voted for a guy, yep, by the name of Barack Hussein Obama. Barack Obama could not have gotten in office without the majority of the whites voting for him. So don't give me the garbage about how racist we are. How can you be racist when you've put a black man in office not once, but twice, two times? And you say, oh, that was because 90% of the blacks voted for him. Listen, let me help everyone that doesn't get this here. Even if every black in America, even infants, could have voted for Barack Hussein Obama, without the votes of white, he could have never gotten in office. Do the math. It's not that difficult. But yet, our education system is now being inundated with critical race theory being pushed by Biden's administration. Why are they doing that? Because they understand something that the late civil rights leader Booker T. Washington understood. I don't, I'm not reading from a teleprompter when I say this. These are just things that are in my heart that I remember. I've committed to memory. It was Booker T. Washington that made the point exactly. He said, there are groups of individuals that do not want the race issue ever resolved. And then Booker T. Washington said, why? He simply put it this way. He says, because with those groups, they remain prominent and they remain relevant. In other words, they're able to keep a good buck in their pocket by continuing to perpetuate the idea that we are systemically racist and we need to make sure we have these things. Now, I'm all for teaching history. I have no problem with that. I teach it, by the way, all the time. 
But I don't believe in ascribing all white people that they're some kind of way guilty of something that may or may not have happened in their own uh, heritage. In other words, they can study their own lineage. The, The majority of whites did not, quote, own black people. Let me drop another bomb before we go into our next segment here. Had it not been for Africans, and this is going to blow the lid off of so many that are listening and viewing right now, there was no formidable force in Europe that could have gone into Africa and rounded up 22 to 24 million Africans. Let me say it again. There were no white guys over in Mississippi and Alabama on a rowboat rowing their little boats over into the continent of Africa and then putting on those rowboats 20 plus million black people. Let me tell you how it happened. History is very clear to this. I'm sorry when you want to teach about critical race theory. Why not teach the facts for God's sake? How about this? It was African leaders conquering other African leaders that would then enslave other African people and then sell them to not just people in America, by the way. They were not the number one, quote, purchaser at that time. It was Islamists. You heard it right. It was Islamists that were buying Africans, selling them into Portugal, selling them and keeping them as slaves themselves. And then America became part of that narrative as well. 20-plus million Africans were sold by other Africans. You know what I call that? Black-on-black crime. That's exactly what it was. So if we want to talk about education, if we want to talk to Nicole Hannah-Jones, who, by the way, has already admitted that her ideal of CRT, you know, the one that Wall Street Journal pushed, the New York Times pushed, she knows it's not real history, but it doesn't stop Oprah Winfrey. It doesn't stop people like Samuel Jackson and others from espousing the lies of Hannah Jones. Let me say this to every one of my white friends, buddies, guys, girls that are listening. Stop being silent on this issue. Get the courage and talk about it. This is why Jenna Ellis show exists, that you can have information like this, that you can have an intelligent conversation, hopefully a dialogue with someone that would be able to help others make sense of it. Don't be a coward. Go, I don't want to get into it because I don't want to be seen as if, though I'm a racist or I'm a bigot. Hey, to all my white buddies, grow a backbone, for God's sake. Let's talk about issues of this magnitude. By the way, Africa is not the only one that had and were responsible for slaves. There have been Europeans that have sold other Europeans, Asians that have sold other Asians. This has always been a problem since history. But for us in America only to make this about black and white people when not acknowledging, had it not been for African rulers selling other African indigenous people, we would not have this problem in the first place. So don't let them box you in on this issue. The good thing, we have the ability to move away from it. How do you do it? You got to go out and vote these ridiculous clowns out of office when the election cycle come up. You cannot sit at home. You got to be engaged. You got to be involved. Why? Education is paramount to us moving beyond some of the stigmas that we find ourselves in. And this is why Jenna Ellis show exists. This is why her friend who's talking and looking at you right now. I'm Aubrey Shines. 
I'm here to assist in that matter. This is what we got to do. We got to unite. Forget about the black and white stuff. That's garbage. Let's see ourselves. If you're Christian, hey, be a Christian first. Then let your country come right after that. If we're able to live out those principles, those rules, that idea, all of us will be the better for it. Let's get away from the hyphenated language that you have to use. Don't tell me that you're an Irish American or an Italian American or you're a German American or an African American American. How about just being an American for God's sake? And I think if we do that, I think we'd be the better for it. I'm going to come back in just a little while here. We're going to do this all over again. This is the Jenna Ellis Show. Nope, I'm not Jenna Ellis. I'm Aubrey Shines filling in for my dear friend, Jenna Ellis. We'll be back in a moment. Vaccines have not eliminated the Chinese Fauci virus, so we all need extra protection for our immune systems. My friends at Centurion Labs have combined five key ingredients to defend your immune system against allergies, cold, the flu, and even the coronavirus. It's called Centurion Defender, and it incorporates vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, copper, and quercetin in just one capsule. No more swallowing 10 pills a day or not taking supplements because the individual cost is just too high. So take one Defender with breakfast and one with dinner and keep living your life. Just like the Centurions of Rome led by example and held themselves to the highest possible standards, Centurion Labs has dedicated the last 15 years to research and develop safe, effective, and affordable healthcare products made in the USA that you can trust. For a limited time, listeners of this show can save 20% off their first order of Centurion Defender. Visit centurionlabs.com forward slash Jenna and use the promo code J-E-N-N-A. Defend your health today with Centurion Defender. That's centurionlabs.com forward slash Jenna and the promo code Jenna. Centurion Labs, that's with an S, centurionlabs.com forward slash J-E-N-N-A. We're about to hear John Manningly, captain who found himself entangled with so much going on there in the beautiful state of Kentucky. I, you you want to stay for, it's going to be not only powerful, Uh, I'd love to hear his side. He has a phenomenal book. I'm begging everyone to pick up that book, 12 Seconds to Dark. You don't want to miss it. Stay tuned. I'm very, very careful, uh, Sergeant, when I say what I'm about to say here. I think one of the most disheartening things for me, honestly, is that I have so many American friends, and I don't like starting out with his or her ethnic group first. I never use the term race because I think Uh, According to my Judeo-Christian beliefs, there's only one race, and that's a race that has been deemed by God. And I do believe, obviously, there are different ethnicities within one human race. But I want to say to every ethnic white that's listening, viewing right now, stop apologizing to the rest of America for loving America. Stop apologizing. To any person outside of your ethnicity for something that you had no you had no shape in. Don't apologize for something that someone may or may not have done, I don't know, a hundred years ago. That is absurdity. That is a false sense of humility. We are here right now. Again, that doesn't extrapolate from anything other than the reality of we have to deal with the right now. So please, I'm begging you, stop apologizing to anyone. Uh, when I talk the way that I talk, you can't even imagine, Sergeant, the hate mail that I have received. 
Um, again, you may not know this, but uh, at one point uh, several years ago, Hillary Clinton put me in her book. And she put me in a book because I championed then the candidate, uh, Donald Trump, and she blamed me by name. I'm in her book by name is one of the reasons she lost. And the only thing I did, in my opinion, is what you're doing is I simply developed, you developed a book, I developed a video, and that video went into 60 plus million homes in this nation. And I just simply exposed the bigotry that her party is a part of. And so when I have you, sir, and I'm looking at you and we've been praying for you and praying for your family and praying for your community, my hope is that you will not offer an apology for, one, doing your job, and number two, for loving this nation. I wish you would take a moment, Sergeant, share with us some of the type of hate mail that you have received up until now. Oh man, it's been vicious. Um, it's it's still daily, you know, because I'm on social media. I've got back on it. We had to get off of it for a while, but um, I'm back on it. And and the the stuff that people are willing to send you and say, not in person, is just it's atrocious. It's it's stuff that um, a lot of people wouldn't even say to their worst enemy face to face. And so we've gotten the death threats of. I know where your kids are. I'm going to slaughter them. Uh, we're going to burn your house down. Wow. Um, I mean, there has been, I mean, if you can think it, it's been said. You know, and again, all the names of the racist, you're this, you're that. And and we don't promote this, but uh, my son-in-law is black. We, I have biracial grandkids. My, my sister's married to a Chilean guy. So, I mean, we are a very diverse household that was taught, like you said earlier, we're one race. We're God's race. We're the human race. And... If we can't love each other without boundaries, then what are we going to do? I mean, this is this is what we're put on here on earth to do is to love one another and lead them to Christ. So that would be a huge roadblock if in my life I said, well, I can't like you because you're black. And another point to that, that people just fail to comprehend or accept. So why would a white guy who lives in the suburbs be willing to every day put on a uniform, go to the black end of town, risk his life for people he don't know and some of them that hate him if he was racist. That makes zero logic and zero common sense. And so the hate's there, but we've just got to keep showing our love, keep helping people, and pray that that overcomes it all. You know, Sergeant, I'm hoping and praying that everyone listening, and there is a large audience here that is listening, trust me when I tell you, I hope everyone goes out and purchases your book. Uh, I, I think is going to inspire them. I, I, I really do. Not just to know the back end of the story, which is always personally intriguing to me, but to know you, to know your character. I guarantee you, while they were calling you bigots and racists and everything else, they don't know about your family structure. They don't know about the diversity of the various ethnic groups that's obviously part of your nucleus. They don't know anything about that. But yet, in their mind, you're a bigot. You're racist. And again, I I love the way that you gave us the analogy. You being who you are, why would you go to another side of town to serve someone that, quote, doesn't look like you if you didn't care about all people? I I mean, for me, at least, it it just seems, I don't know, somewhat rational, logical. If if I'm a racist, I'm going to do everything in my power never to help anyone 
of, quote, or uh, of a different ethnic group. But that's not who you are. That's obviously not what your life is about. And by the way, for the men and women that put on that uniform, you can't because you're there to serve all, to protect. And I hate when we have to have any kind of meeting of any type where we have to apologize. Well, we know that there are some bad cops here. There are some bad pastors here. Okay, fine. That's, but you're talking about an anomaly. You're not talking about the whole, obviously, because these are individuals that have protected. Case in point, Sergeant, I look at places like uh, Maryland, right outside there, uh, some of the burbs there of Maryland. You have 90 plus percent, as you do in Chicago, of the same ethnic groups killing the same ethnic groups. By the way, those areas that are run with this bigoted ideology of blacks and whites being separate, they all have a theme in common. Here's just simple theme. The majority of all of them, again, I've done the research here. The majority of all of them, they're governed by black mayors, black city council people, black chief of, of police. These officers are same skin color, but they keep having the same murderous year after year after year. So if we're that bigoted and racist as a nation, then why not just, I don't know, go back pre-1964 and just hire only people that look like your people in the community. Here's the problem. In the majority of those communities, whether it's Maryland, whether it's New York City, whether it's Chicago, St. Louis, New Orleans, they all have something in common. They all have this ideological bent that's trying to separate us as Americans that love this nation. And when I look at what you have had to endure, again, I can't even imagine. I get the hate mail. I get that all the time. And again, when I was in Hillary's book, oh God, it was, I I could have started a a city fire. Trust me with all the, the hate mail. I could just light a match and just blow up entire cities. It was that much hate mail. Uh, death threats, that's good. I believe in the First Amendment, me being able to speak my heart. And I also believe in the Second Amendment, just in case you violate my First Amendment uh, as well. And I believe in that legally uh, as well. But when I look at you and look at the body of work that you've been able to create here out of what I call chaos, I can't do anything other than salute you, sir. Because I, I look at you as a, a, a man that loves God. Obviously, you're not ashamed of your Christianity. You're not ashamed of this nation. This is why your book is so vital right now. I want to shift gears here really, really quick. There are those that are supportive of what I call just the total demise of this nation. There are funds by the billions that are given to organizations like Black Lives Matter, from groups like George Soros groups and others, and they're intentionally sowing these divisive seeds in our nation to split from us. How was your encounter with the Black Lives Matter movement in your area? I'm just kind of curious here. Well, the local chapter, um, they doxed the officers that were involved. Um, and then we had another group, Until Freedom, with Tamika Mallory from New York come down. And they played a pivotal role here. And at the end, you ended up having Black Lives Matter and Until Freedom and and Miss Palmer, which is Breonna Taylor's mother, kind of fighting one another because um, 
Tamika Palmer even said Black Lives Matter came in, raised all this money in her daughter's name, and did nothing. They took the money and ran. And so that's all they did. They came in, caused division, stirred things up, got people's emotions super high, raked in the cash from that, and skipped town. No different than Ben Crump. No different than Al Sharpton. No different than all these guys who that's their only stick. You know, that's what they've got in their in, in their arsenal. I'm going to come in. I'm going to give this fiery speech and and say all these outlandish lies, get people riled up, get in their emotions and in their feelings, and then collect a paycheck and bounce. And that's the, that's the experience we had here. Um, we had to move from our house. Uh, we had been there for five weeks. We had just purchased it. We had to move from our house in the middle of the night because there was credible um, a hit taken out on the officers involved of $50,000 per head. And so the FBI asked us to get out of our house. We've moved like six times in the last year and a half. We finally found a place that we feel secure at uh, because people just kept looking and digging. And I mean, they're relentless. So it's it's been a challenge. But but like I said earlier, we're blessed. There's no complaints here. Sergeant, are you thinking about uh, filing suit? Uh, any type of defamation uh, character assassinations? I, I personally hope that you do, but I'd love to hear that from you, whether or not you're even considering it. Well, here's the legal challenge with that. Unlike a Kyle Rittenhouse or um, uh, the guys up in northern Kentucky, those kids, police officers, for whatever reason, are considered public officials. So we have to meet the burden of malice, which says that the person knew they were lying about you and they did it with the intent to hurt you. And that's so hard to prove. And while you would take a guy who's making 60, 70 grand a year, who's not in the public spotlight, and, and put him as a public figure is beyond me. If you're going to place me as a public figure, pay me like a public figure, and then I'll take the criticism that comes with it. But, you know, not only are we not protected in, in the defamation area, but then, you know, you're expected to take bullets or take spitting on or stuff thrown at you and just, and just go, well, it's part of the job. It's what we signed up for. And um, so uh, there's one lawyer in particular, Kenneth Walker's lawyer, who threw some pretty nasty things on national television after the fact and so uh, we're going after him. But other than that, we'll see in the future. Uh, it's just not as an easily cut and dry case as it is with uh, someone who's not already a, quote, public official. Sergeant, in our last uh, minute and a half here, tell us, where can we find your book? Anywhere books are sold, basically. It's supposed to be in the Barnes & Noble in the, in the actual retail store. Uh, you can get it at Target.com, Walmart, uh, Books A Million, Amazon. Anywhere you can purchase books, you can find this. And do you have any social media sites that we can visit, go to? I do. Just about every social media. It's just going to be Sergeant at Sergeant Mattingly, S-G-T-M-A-T-T-I-N-G-L-Y. That's Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Once Truth Social Gets Up, uh, Rumble, all those. And tell us the name of your book one last time. 12 Seconds in the Dark. Everyone that's paying attention, you need that 12 seconds in the dark. You do. It's going to change you. It's going to fundamentally change your perspective on the lies and you're going to also be able to vicariously kind of share the success of sergeant mattingly his family hey our hearts and prayer my friend my brother goes out to you uh, i hope that we can bring you back again because what a fantastic story you really really have and i i my heart breaks that you had to go through it but i do believe not that i believe it was god inspired that you did but I believe that God uses chaos in order to bring people out of confusion. And I believe that's exactly 
uh, where you are right now. So, Sergeant John Manley, thank you again, sir. The wonderful work you're doing. Our hearts, prayers are with you and your entire family, as well as all of those men and women that serve with you in the blue stripes. Thanks again, sir. Thank you, Aubrey. Appreciate it. Before I go, I also want to talk about my good friend, Mike Lindell. He has been canceled out of so many box stores for simply standing up for his own political opinion and disagree or not, uh, or support him or not. It is a fundamental right of every American to be able to voice their opinion. And that absolutely includes politics. That absolutely includes uh, issues that are central to our culture. That includes faith. Uh, Mike is such a very sincere Christian, and I am proud to consider him a friend. And he is, of course, a friend of this show. So right now, there is a special on MyPillow.com. Click on the new radio listener specials. Get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including a great towel set, which is a six-piece set. It includes two bath, two hand towels, two washcloths, made in the USA, regularly $109.99, now just $39.99, but you have to use the promo code Jenna. That's J-E-N-N-A. That tells Mike that you listen to this show. You're happy that he is uh, a sponsor of this show and you will get great, great discounts, but use the promo code Jenna. That's J-E-N-N-A either at MyPillow.com or call 1-800-564-8475 and use the promo code Jenna. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.